0: Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. You can support this podcast on Patreon. I've put a link in the show notes. This episode is about catastrophizing. There is a type of cognitive distortion called catastrophizing. It's an irrational view of a situation as much worse or more catastrophic than it actually is. It's letting a negative thought spiral out of control and become a disaster in your mind. I personally distinguish it from anxiety alone by the fact that it occurs based on something negative going on in my life. Anxiety alone would be like knowing a friend is going to take a flight somewhere and worrying that the plane will crash. That's not necessarily a negative event that caused me to have that anxiety. Catastrophic thinking can be affected by anxiety or cause it. In a meltdown, the catastrophizing can occur just before or during. One thing that can set me up for catastrophizing is ambiguity or vagueness. An example would be when someone says, We need to talk, especially when that comes in an email or text. This message could be something positive or negative, but how do I know which it is? I start to imagine the worst. At the heart of catastrophic thinking is fear. Uncertainty or the unexpected increases it. Our need to research and to understand is driven by it, at least in part. We want to understand the rules and structure of social communication. We script encounters with others in advance in an attempt to feel confident and prepared. We guess at the outcome and fear the consequences of making a mistake. In essence, we have to use our imaginations to predict all possibilities, the good and the bad. It's a daily thing. When it wears us out or seems too mysterious, we isolate. How can an autistic person know when they are catastrophizing versus preparing? By the emotion they feel, the frustration and fear, and the stream of negative thoughts. Catastrophic thinking is more likely to occur when I'm faced with an unexpected event or events and not positive ones. A few years ago, I was lucky enough to buy my own house. Well, it's not exactly the money pit, but at times it sure feels like it is. As soon as I get one thing fixed, there's another one to deal with. When I get the kitchen faucet replaced, the roof starts to leak. After the roof is repaired, a light stops working. After I've handled a series of these issues, when yet another repair is needed, I find myself thinking... Why should I have it fixed? Something else will just break or go wrong next week. I get truly exhausted and frustrated by these challenges. What's going to go wrong next? It will always be like this. I'm going to sell the house and move somewhere that doesn't have these problems. When I run out of money, I'll just live in my car. Then I start imagining my two cats and I living in my car and thinking things like, Well, where would I park the car? Where would I put the litter boxes? I mean, I can really take this way out to an extreme. I go from a leaky faucet to sleeping sprawled out across the front seats. In my mind, I'm planning for this otherwise unexpected future in order to lessen my anxiety. My thinking is distorted by frustration. Look what happened when I wasn't prepared. It is hard to move forward when it feels like it's one thing after another. That in itself starts to feel like a catastrophe. I start to believe I should have known everything that could go wrong before I made a decision to buy this particular house. Catastrophizing can have its upside. Once when I moved into a rental house, I could smell natural gas. It didn't seem to be coming from the stove or the heater, It was right when I walked in the front door. I worried. The gas company came out with a gas-sniffing device and the tech went to the stove and heater and said, no leaks, you're fine. I explained again that the odor was at the front door and was assured that everything was safe. Had I made something catastrophic out of nothing, I thought, no. Some odors can make me feel sick, and I could smell natural gas. I mean, that is dangerous on so many levels. Now the catastrophizing began. I'm going to feel nauseous all the time. I'm going to be poisoned and die in my sleep. What if the house blows up? People will say we should have listened to her after it's too late. I couldn't stand these thoughts, so I called the landlord and he agreed to send out a plumber who listened to me. He had to go into a crawl space just big enough for him to squeeze into laying down. When he came out, he said, yes, there's a gas leak and I found it. It's underneath the floor right where you come in the front door. I can catastrophize over small things or large, like Having enough money, not feeling well, if someone doesn't talk to me for a while, if things constantly break. Are there solutions? Yes, always having enough money, things that work perfectly, and good health, to name a few. Therapists suggest, acknowledge that life is challenging, you'll have good and bad days. Notice that you're thinking irrationally. Tell your mind to stop. Think of a positive outcome. Make sure to get rest, get exercise, eat well, etc. I'm not against these. Some of them just restate the question for me. I notice when I'm catastrophizing, but that won't stop it. Eating well and getting rest is great, unless you're too stressed out to sleep. Can a person really think of a positive outcome at a time like this and believe it? I will make these attempts anyway, because they might at least help temporarily. When bad things keep happening, it can validate the catastrophic thinking, and many of these techniques aren't going to make a difference. What else have I tried? Talking to someone rational who understands how I see things at the moment is affected by autism. Someone understanding and impartial can show me alternative ways to think about the things that I can believe. Journaling helps me get it out on paper as a way to change my thinking. When I read later what I wrote, I get an idea of how intensely I felt and how defeated. Platitudes don't get me started. When I'm upset, platitudes don't help. They trivialize my feelings. Advice I might get looks like, everyone has bad days. Or, you're strong, you can handle it. And everyone's favorite, you're overreacting. (laughs) What's best for me? Sometimes nothing. Write it out. Sometimes acknowledging it. Hey, I'm autistic. I'm on my own. This does suck. Reminding myself that I can figure it out. Eventually just not today. Sometimes distracting myself, I'll go on a bike ride and let myself relax. I think about or do something positive that is bigger than my worries, such as watching a mother bird feed her babies, watching a live video of an erupting volcano. Things like that are powerful enough to make my catastrophes seem momentarily irrelevant. All I need is long enough to feel calmer. If I can notice that I'm exaggerating, thinking irrational thoughts, focusing on negative outcomes, I practice doing the things that could help. With all these catastrophes and so much practice, maybe I'll get good at it. Nah. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I love hearing from you, so please contact me at anautisticwoman on Twitter. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm the Autistic Woman.